Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jonathan Rosas and I am creating a podcast about a novel of Edgar Allan Poe, the summary of a novel of Edgar Allan Poe called Mesmeric Revelations. So, without further ado, we are presenting one of the masterpieces of Edgar Allan Poe, one of the best novels, Mesmeric Revelations. So, harness and witness the masterpiece of Edgar Allan Poe, Mesmeric Revelations. Whatever doubt may still envelop the rationale of mesmerism, its startling facts are not almost universally admitted. On those latter, those who doubt are your mere doctors by profession, an unprofitable and disreputable truth. There can be no more absolute waste of time than the attempt to prove at the present day that man by mere exercise of will, can so impress his fellow as to cast him into an abnormal condition, of which the phenomena resemble very closely of those of death, or at least resemble them more nearly than they do the phenomena of any other normal condition within our cognizance. That within this state the person so impressed employs only with effort and then feebly the external organs of sense yet perceives with keenly redefined perception and through channels supposed unknown matters beyond the scope of the physical organs that moreover his intellectual faculties are wonderfully exalted and invigorated that his sympathies with the person so impressing him are around and profound, and finally, that his susceptibility to the impression increases with its frequency, while in the same proportion, the peculiar phenomena elicited and more extended and more pronounced. I say that this, which are the laws of mesmerism, it's in general features, it won't be super erogation to demonstrate, nor shall all inflict upon my readers so needless a demonstration today. My purpose at present is very different one to I indeed am impelled, even in the teeth of the world bridges, to detail without comment of the very remarkable sometime of the colloquy occurring 
between a sleep waker and myself. I had been long in the habit of memorizing the person questioned, Mr. Bankirk, and the unusual acute susceptibility and the exaltation of the mesmeric perception has supervened. For many months, he had been laboring under confirmed thesis, the most distressing effects of which had been relieved in my manipulations, and on the night of Wednesday, the fainting instant he had summoned to his beside. The invalid was suffering with acute pain in the region of the heart and breathed with great difficulty, having all of the ordinary symptoms of asthma. It is passing just as these he had usually found relief from the application of mustard to the nervous centers, but tonight this had attempted in vain. As I entered his room, he greeted me with a cheerful smile, and although evidently in much bodily pain, appeared to be mentally quite at ease. I sent to you, night, he said, not so much to administer my bodily ailment as to satisfy me concerning certain physical impressions which of late have occasioned me much anxiety and surprise. I need to tell how skeptical I have Hilberto being on the topic of the soul's immortality. I cannot deny that there are always existed, as if in that very soul which I have been denying, a back of self-sentiment of its own existence, but this half sentiment at no time amount to conviction, with my reason had nothing to do. All attempts of logical inquiry resulted, indeed, and leaving me me more skeptical than before. I had been advised to the accusing. I studied him of his own works as well as his thoughts of his European and American echoes. The Charles Elwood or Mr. Bronson, for example, was placed in my hands. I read it with profound attention. Throughout, I found it logical, but the portions which were not merely logical were unhappily the initial arguments or the disbelieving error of the book. In his summing up, it seemed evident that the reasoner had not even succeeded of convincing himself. His end has plainly forgotten his beginning, like the government of Trinculo. In short, not long in perceiving that each man is to be intellectually convinced of his own immortality, he will never be so convinced by the mere abstractions which have been so long the fashion of the moralists of England, France, and Germany. Abstractions might amuse the exercise, but take no hold on the mind. Here upon earth, at least philosophy and persuasion will always in vain call upon us to look upon quality as things. This will may ascend the intellect never.
I repeat, saying that I only half felt and never intellectually believed, but latterly there has been a certain deepening of the feeling until it has come so nearly to resemble the accusations of reason that I find it difficult to distinguish between the two. I am unable to plainly to trace this effect of the mesmeric influence. I cannot better explain my meaning that be by the hypothesis that the mesmeric exaltation enables me to perceive a train of ratiocination which in my abnormal existence convince but which in a full accordance with the mesmeric phenomena doesn't extend except through its effect into my normal condition in sleep walking the reasoning and its conclusion the cause and the effect are present together in my natural state the cause vanishing the effect only and perhaps only partially remains These considerations had led me to think that some good results might ensure from a series of well-directed questions propounded to me while mesmerists usually have be often observed the profound self-cognizance evinced by the sleepwalker, the extensive knowledge he displays upon all points related to his mesmeric condition itself and for the self-cognizance maybe the first hints for the proper conduct of a catechism. I consent, of course, to make this experiment. A few passes through by Mr. Bankirk into mesmeric sleep. His breathing became immediately more easy and seemed to suffer no physical uneasiness. The following conversation then ensued. V, in the dialogue, represent the patient and P, myself. B is the patient and P is myself. Are you asleep? Yes, no. I would rather sleep more soundly. Do you sleep now? Yes. How do you think your present illness will result? I must die. Does the idea of death afflict you? No, no. Are you pleased with the prospect? If I were awake, I should like to die. But now it's no matter. The mesmeric condition is so near death as to content me. <coughs> I wish you would explain yourself, Mr. Bankirk. I am willing to do so, but it requires more effort than I feel able to make. You do not question me properly. When then shall I ask? You must begin at the beginning. The beginning? But where is the beginning? You know that the beginning is God. Is not God's spirit? While I was awake, a new human spirit, but now it seems only a word, such intense as thought 
beauty, a quality, I mean. What then is he? I see. But this is a thing difficult to tell. He is not a spirit, for he exists. Nor is he matter, as you understand it. The metaphysicians maintain that all action is reducible to motion and thinking, and that the latter is the origin of the former. Yes, and now I see the confusion of idea. Motion is the action of mind, not of thinking. Do particle matter, or God, in key sense, is as nearly as we can conceive it when that men call mind. But in all this, In this signification of mad, mere matter with God, is there nothing or irreverence? In this identification of mere matter with God, is there nothing or irreverence? Can you say why matter should be less reverenced than mind? You assert, then, that the unparticled matter is motion, is thought, in general. This motion is the universal thought of universal mind. This thought creates. All created things are but the thoughts of God. You say divested of the body, man will be God? I could not have said this. It is an absurdity. You did say that divested or corporate investiture men were God? And this is true. Man thus divested will be God, will be unindividualized, but he can never be thus divested, at least never will be, else we must imagine an action of God returning upon itself, a purposeless and futile action. Man is a creature. Creatures are thoughts of gods. It is the nature of to be irrevocable. I do not comprehend. You say that man will never butt up the body? I say that he never will be bodiless. Explain. There are two bodies, the rudimental and the complete corresponding with the two conditions of the worm of the butterfly, what we call death is but the painful metamorphosis of present incarnation is progressive, preparatory, temporary, our future is predicted, ultimate, immortal, the ultimate life is the full design. You have often said that the mesmeric state very nearly resembles death, how is this? When I say that it resembles death, I mean that it resembles the ultimate life, for when I am extrinsic my sense of my rudimental life or in abeyance, and I perceive external things directly without organs, though a medium which I shall employ in the ultimate unorganized life. But again, why need this impediment has been produced? 
The result of love in violet is perfection. Right. Negative happiness. The result of love is imperfection. Violation is imperfection. Wrong. Positive pain. Drop the impediments afforded by the number. Complexity. A substantially of the laws of organic life. A matter. The violation of the law is rendered to a extent practicable. Thus, pain, which in the organic life is impossible, is possible in the organic. As the sleep waker pronounced these letter words in a feeble tone, I observed on his countenance a singular expression, which somewhat alarmed me and induced me to awake him at once. No sooner had I done this than, with a bright smile irradiating all his features, he fell back upon his pillow and expired. I noticed that in less than a minute afterward his corpse had all the stern rigidity of stone. His brow was the coldness of ice. Thus, ordinarily, shall it have appeared only after long pressure from Azrael's hand. Had the sleepwalker, indeed, during the latter portion of his discourse, been addressing me from out the region of the shadows? As the sleepwalker pronounced these letter words in a feeble tone, I observed on his countenance a singular expression, which somewhat alarmed me and induced me to awake him at once. No sooner had I done this than, with a bright smile irradiating all his features, he fell back upon his pillow and expired. I noticed that in Less than a minute afterward, his corpse had all the stern rigidity of stone. His brow was the coldness of ice. Thus, ordinarily, shall it have appeared only after long pressure from Azrael's hand. Had the sleepwalker, indeed, during the latter portion of his discourse, been addressing me from out the region of the shadows? Thank you very much for hearing the story of one of the novels of Edgar Allan Poe, Mesmeric Revelations. Mesmeric Revelations is one of the novels, darker novels, that it belongs that a man who is once to resemble death and, and many of the old sicknesses, as well as now in afterlife, more after the life of the human, in order to understand the universe.
So, thank you for listening the podcast of the summary, a deal summary, summarized story of mesmeric revelation of Edgar Allan Poe. So, I hope that you have enjoyed the story, hearing the story, like an audiobook. So, thank you very much. Also, Edgar Allan Poe wrote more stories and more works from the store stories, short stories, those are The Black Cat, The Cask of Amontillado, A Descent into the Maelstrom, The Facts in the Case of M. Valdemar, The Faust of the House of Usher, The God Book, Hot Frog, The Imp of the Perverse, Ligeia, The Mask of the Red Dead, Morella, The Murders in the Rue Morgue, Never Bet the Devil in Your Head, The Oval Portrait, The Pit and the Pendulum, The Premature Boreal, The Purloined Leather, The System of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather, The Tale Tale Heart, The Loss of Bread, and Poetry, Al Araf, Annabelle Lee, The Bells. The City in the Sea, The Conqueror Worm, A Dream Within a Dream, El Dorado, Euliaile, The Haunted Palace, To Helen, Tamerlan, The Raven, and Ulalum, and other words are Politian, The Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket, The Ballon Fox, The Philosophy of Composition, Eureka, a prose poem, The Poetic Principles, The Lighthouse, and Mesmeric Revelations, which I have said and I have told in this podcast. So, thank you very much and goodbye.